And you are uh, listening to another live episode of FOW, uh, your podcast here on the FOW Radio Network. I am Patrick B. Danger, and Eric Mikavillis is somewhere, uh, you know, in Wonderland. But, uh, fellas, how is it going this uh, Thursday evening? Uh, it's gotten a lot colder in Georgia this past week, so we definitely know winter is here. I thought we knew that last week because no, AEW no, no. told us winter was here. Yeah, no, it said they were, it was coming. It's yeah, now it was, here. Oh, now. it was coming. You know, winter is coming. Yeah. They said well, winter's coming, and now it's here. We just had to wait for them to officially tell us. It feels good to me. I don't know about y'all, but it ain't that cold. Well, that's because you stand in front of hot coffee every day for a living. So. Getting steam in your face and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Does it get steamy at work? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Steamier. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, definitely cold here in Georgia. Uh, colder up north, there was a huge uh, storm, north, I guess, winter storm uh, in, in the northeast and uh, Mika Villas, of course, being in parts unknown up, uh, up yonder, um, had to suffer through some snow. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of reasons why I would never live in the north, and, and that's, that's that's a big one. Uh, I don't really do snow very well. Yeah, no, I like the tropical I've, weathers. I've, I find that, that most Latinos don't like the snow. Yeah. It's 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 not in your blood to be in the snow. No, it's in your no. blood to be in hot around hot weather and humidity. Yeah, uh, I like the weather like my hot sauce, hot, hot, very hot. Um, but yeah, um, and so you know, other than that, how you fellas doing? Uh, you know, getting ready for the holidays. Yes, yeah. yes, getting ready for the holidays the best we can. Um, in the quarantine life, you know, a lot of online ordering this year for the past month or so, trying to get presents ready for everybody, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I hear you. I, uh, I, 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 I felt, I know we're going to see each other on the 27th, but, um, I was fearing that I wasn't going to be able to give you guys, uh, your presents till the new year. Due to uh, uh, delays, but uh, you know, uh, Was Santa able to deliver them on time? Well, <laughs> I don't know Santa, but uh, Santa Claus um, uh, was able to deliver. Uh, you know, so it worked out. Uh, they have arrived to uh, to the FW Studios. And uh, once they get packaged, it will be handed over on the uh, on the uh, on the twenty seventh. Which, if I if I wasn't surprised, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a forecast for rain on the twenty seventh. 
Uh, I'm Probably. not going to jinx it, but that's just how the, how life has been. Um, when it's currently... when AWE shows happen, it seems to be raining. It's kind of been the way it's been. Every time me and Eddie have made the trek up from uh, parts unknown to Atlanta for an AWE show, uh, it rains. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's pretty much rained the last several shows and the last. It just seems when it's when it's time for an AWE show, it's time for rain. Yeah, uh, I'm cool it, with it though. It's, it's raining men, I guess. Uh, but well, you know, savage. you know the, the the funny thing is that. Uh, that my weather forecast I was looking at in my phone app only gives me the weather through Saturday, and oh. it's supposed to. It's funny because it's supposed to rain on Thursday, snow on wet on Friday, and oh goodness, sunny snow on, on Christmas. Is that what you're telling me? We're you supposed to have a white snow? Christmas. Getting a white yeah. Christmas. Oh, jealous. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 Atlanta. We probably won't get more than an inch or so, no. but it'll shut, it'll the, whole shut the whole city like down for like a week. <laughs> yeah, it'll shut the city down for like yeah. a week. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably it'll it'll probably melt before we even take a look at it. Jealous, but who knows? Uh, that that we're we're still what uh, seven days eight days away from Christmas. Um, one week from last Thursday. Now and then, uh, specifically with the weather, that could change real quick. And before we know mm-hmm. it, it's it's not it's not happening anymore. So yeah, um, lots to cover today. Uh, so uh, let's uh, switch up a little bit and start out with uh, uh, Impact and AEW. Um, because uh, it, it was interesting, you know, I, we had kind of talked about Kenny's uh, impact debut from a bus um, in uh, Tennessee. Uh, and from there, you know, apparently, you know, we kind of talked about the possibility of him showing up at uh, the Impact Plus special, which name I can't remember right now. Um, Hard to kill. Hard to kill is the pay-per-view of January, man. That's right. God Come, damn on. It. Come on. Do your homework. See, I, at least I can't remember. I'm is not going to make something that doesn't exist yet. But uh, eventually the Google machine will, will, will not fail me. But um, it will come to me. But, okay. But he did appear again in the bus, uh, which... Kind of threw me off for a little bit because I'm sorry. Anybody who actually knows what's going on uh, in wrestling knows that AAA is having, at the same time, their biggest show of the year. And in the semi main event, defending his AAA Mega Championship is Kenny Omega. You know, we had talked about that last week, so I guess it actually was Impact that it pre-taped. Yeah, because well, I I don't know if it was or not. I would assume because also with New Japan's Best of Super Juniors, you had TJP and Chris Bay who yeah. were in matches, but they were also in the uh, the Best of the Super J Cup. So I don't know which was taped in advance and which wasn't. But um, I'm guessing at least Impact was probably Super J Cup as well. 
um, just because that's how they do the studio over there in LA. Um, but it was it was a sight to see a lot of the same people on multiple television stations if you were flipping back and forth. Yeah. Uh, final resolution, according to the Google. That's what it was. Yeah, that was what it was, because it's the last one of the year. It's the final resolution. Yeah. Uh, not not like to be confused with Genesis, which is actually happening on January the 9th, a week before Hard to Kill. Which makes funny. sense. How they come up with these names, you know, Genesis the beginning, but everybody wishes that TNA was dead. But aha, they're hard to Nobody kill. wishes TNA was dead. Well, look, who wishes man, TNA was dead? I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, look, you why would you want probably, people to not have work? Why would you not people, want more wrestling available? All the need people, is more wrestling. Had the people, first of all, thought TNA was already dead or impact or whatever. Second of all, you know, 80% of the world can't even find how to watch uh, Impact Wrestling. You know? Well, I mean, follow the socials. Probably, they show you how. They're, they're probably still looking for the TV Guide channel to try to find it on there. You know? I mean, come on. Pop. It was on Pop. It was on Pop. It, was pop. Um, it literally was on the TV Guide channel for... It was Pop <laughs> TV, but it was called Pop. It was on Pop, yeah. I know, but that was crazy. Yeah. So, um, what, what, wasn't it when it was for free, or was it when it was with Destination in America that it was free? They weren't getting paid anything for it. It's one of those two. I can't I remember. remember. I think it was Destination Probably. America. That was a tragedy. Yeah. So, I, I didn't bother watching uh, Final Resolution, but I did want to check did. out Swan versus. Uh, Chris Bay, but just time Damn did. Good match. Did it, it wasn't that good. I, I, it was what really I good. Hear, it was the only thing worth watching. It on, was uh, final it resolution. Was. So good. Uh, but yeah. So okay. So guy right, lame. Uh, they probably pre-recorded uh, this uh, bus uh, segment uh, last uh, last week when whenever they taped the stuff for. Impact, uh, but you know, I was very critical of how they did it. I was very critical about him in the bus, him not being in an impact ring, uh, because that's truly what you know, pun intended, would have really made an impact. Him being in the ring, um, yeah, yeah, but not I guess they wanted to build to it, you know. But hey, we got we 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 got we got we got it, we got it big. And, uh, you know, just when you thought there's problems with Bullet Club, Bullet Club is fine, at least Bullet Club America, because Kenny Omega is teaming up with the Good Brothers um, to face off against uh, Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns at Hard to Kill on on January 16th. It's going to be good. Yep, you can't see Kenny in the Impact ring unless you pay for it. That's pretty of much course. what it comes down to. You got to pay for the attractions, brother. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, that is, you know, I, I the, the reunion of the Good Brothers and, uh, you know, and they even called it, uh, in called them Bullet Club. Yep. It comes of Bullet Club. What are they gonna do? Get sued? It's whatever. Um, we don't get a club or the OC. We actually get the Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that that's that's kind of cool. Uh, the you know 
Bullet Club America, we're going to call it like you know, NWO Japan. We're going to call this Bullet <laughs> Club go. America. Um, there you go. And so, yeah, that, that, that's going to be fun to watch, uh, uh, you know, like Eric said, a banger a match. Uh, one, I'm definitely going to make sure that I watch. Of course, you it's know. It's not live. I, 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 well, because it's probably not going to air live. But, um, yeah. And, <laughs> no, I meant like on pay-per-view. Yeah, not, not either. No, I, I wait till it's uh, on syndication, like a day later. Um, yeah. And then uh, we're also going to have to kill. We're going to get the finals of the uh, women's uh, tag team championship match, which uh, Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles uh, had advanced to, defeating um, Ty and Rosemary, as I predicted. So now... Jordan Grace and Jazz just need to beat Havoc in the van, and then my, my, my whole uh, prediction is complete. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think that side of the bracket is going to come true for you. Sure. Well, you know, I, I've proven you that I'm right many a times. So you were wrong. So we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, early, early, uh, early thoughts on Impact, and, you know, they're going all out here with uh, – with the partnership with AEW and bringing Kenny Omega, uh, probably their their biggest uh, the biggest eyeballs they will have on, on an Impact pay per view in quite a while. Yeah, um, I like it. I still think it's it's part of a probably a process. Like I'm sure Omega is not going to be the only one that shows up, and I'm sure that we'll start seeing Impact people in AEW soon. Or at least hope so, because I've got some matchups that I would really, really, really enjoy watching uh, between the two companies. Um, I think it's, I think it's good for both, honestly. Like I, I know that a lot of people probably don't think, you know, AEW will benefit from this in any way because they're the, you know, the name brand, the the hot thing right now. But I really and truly think that with some of the talent that Impact has with their women's division and their tag division, I think that they can benefit for AEW. And even, like, I I guess the junior slash cruiser slash X division slash whatever the hell they want to call it this week, um, Bay and Swan and Willie Mack, those guys would do really good uh, for AEW. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. They, they've, they've piqued my interest. Yeah, they definitely have. Um, hopefully, like you said, it's more than just Kenny going over there and wrestling once or twice, and then the deal's done. Hopefully, it's more of an ex- a true exchange of talent where we see multiple talent on both brands across the board. Because, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fun dream matches, especially when it comes to the women. You know, you have Thunder Rosa on, you know, technically on AEW's roster right now, um, who would be great against just about anybody on the Impact roster. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, you have a few others on there, of course, Akar Rashida and, um, you know, even Nyla Rose to an extent because she can she can fill the kind of that awesome Kong type role that they had in TNA in the past or, or you know, that, that Havoc kind of fills a little bit now as mm-hmm. the Monster Destroyer. Um, she can kind of play that role too for some of these, some of these women. Um, and then the tag teams, you know, who wouldn't want to see the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Young Bucks one more time? Who wouldn't want to see... Motor City Machine Guns versus, you know, 
private party or uh, top flight or you know some of these other high flying type quick tag teams. Even uh, machine guns versus FTR, honestly, and the yeah. North versus FTR. If the North can ever figure out what's going on, well, um, ego, Ethan, yeah, Ethan so. supposedly yeah. got issues going on with his, I think, with his contract or something, right? Yeah, that what's going on with him. Yeah, But I mean, yeah, there's just there's a lot of good that can come from this partnership, and I'm really hoping that they take advantage of it instead of just like you said, have Omega come in just to have the feel good story teaming with Gallows and Anderson and calling it a day. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating when I'm, I'm calling this uh, a, uh, a risk for, uh, for, AEW more than Impact. I mean, for Impact, it gives uh, it makes them feel a little. Uh, it makes them look uh, a little bit bigger than they they happen. I mean, their perception. There's a perception about Impact Wrestling, whether you like them or you don't like them. And you know, AEW coming in making such a another pun intended impact uh, in the world of pro wrestling. Here, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, let, let's work together and see if we can make something happen. And I think that with this risk, you know, hey, who better than than Omega? Omega will do anything and anything that that that, that will sound fun, entertaining. I mean, he wrestled a blow up doll and a a nine year old or how old she was, five years. I don't know. You know, She's I mean, nine. he. If it was anybody, Rio when she was a kid. Yeah, yeah it was Rio. <laughs> if, uh, it was Rio when she was a kid, and then then they became friends, and he mentored her right. and helped her on her on her wrestling but, journey. But is, is that if, is that kayfabe or legit? That's um that's the story that sounds better than it actually is. It's not really that she she was just a okay. random she's just a random young girl. Rio was wasn't that girl. But I just there was checking. a time <laughs> when they made it seem like that was a possibility. When like Rio yeah. and she's like, oh, she's an Omega protege, and like you know they've been friends for years, and he knew her when she was a kid. So like you start putting the piece together in your head, and you're like, maybe it was the same little girl. It wasn't, but it would have been a better story if if it really was. I was just checking because you know sometimes you never know. Yeah, you never know. So, so that that's really good. Uh, and so Omega is the right guy because Omega will definitely have fun with it. And like, you know, like you put them together with uh, with the Good Brothers, this like Bullet Club relationship. Uh, again, another perfect way to make it work. Uh, so you know, it'd be kind of funny if they actually do get to play the song. Uh, I would cry. That would be great. <laughs> you cry uh, if they got to play the Bullet Club song? No, I would. I just think it would be great. I mean, when was the last time? The, I mean, let's be honest, right? No offense to the current Bullet Club, but uh, when was the last time that Bullet Club meant anything to the that the U.S. crowds? Right. I mean, I think it's been it, a yeah. couple of years, pretty yeah. much since they kicked Omega out and they kicked out the Elite. Yeah, I think I it's think kind it of the last time well, that the yeah. Bullet Club had a big impact in the U.S. Well, here's exactly. the question: Are they going to get the phenomenal AJ Swoggle to help them out too? The Wii nominal? Yeah, the Wii nominal. Uh, I would not be surprised. I mean, if you pitch it, I mean, I, Omega will go. 
Omega will sell for that guy. Yeah, absolutely. He'll he'll go over in the end, but he'll sell for yeah. him. I actually saw a stat today that said that Omega was in, um, I think, 17 of the top uh, 300 or 200 matches that were rated on cage match this year, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I still don't think he's that good, but... No, a lot of people do. Listen, he's not good. Meltzer does. He's not good. Kenny Omega's great, okay? So... I thought you were going to say he was elite. So, yeah, that would have been better. See, right? You know, I'm terrible with the puns. Uh, So, but before that, are hard to kill. Yes. Yes. Are we going to finish that statement? (laughs) He might have clipped out on us. He's probably still talking. He doesn't realize that we can't hear him. Well, well, how is, yeah, Patrick gone? Um, you know, wrestling is uh is good. We're talking about impact here. Uh, maybe Patrick will come and call back in. We'll see. He might have just had something happen with his internet. We don't know. But um, so what else is going on with Impact? Did you watch Impact this week? I did. I watch it weekly because it's actually a good show. Contrary to what Patrick says. Um, it seems like they're legitimately teasing, um, Omega versus Swan since it's going to be hard to kill with, you know, the club versus it's a six man. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that it's building towards, I don't think that they would put both belts on the line. No, you get this problem that they did in the past where you end up having to do a screw finish because you don't want one belt to seem like it's more important than the other. And you also don't want, you know, somebody not technically contracted to your company winning like your belt. Beating, either, beating your champion or winning the belt, either or. Exactly. Because you know? Omega walking out with the Impact title, when's the next time he's going to be an Impact? Unless you yeah. actually have a talent exchange where he'll be on Impact. I'm not going to say weekly, but, you know, he would have once to be or twice a month. Yeah. Two, yeah, have to be regularly. But and I don't see that happening. So I, I, I don't think it would be a title match, but they are making it seem like Swansky is super pissed at Kenny Omega. So Well, you know, you I mean, realistically, you fight and you work hard to prove that you're the best in a company, and this other guy comes over with a different belt and says, Hey, my belt's better than yours, like I could see where that would get, get an, an athlete very, very upset. And Omega is kind of like big leaguing the Impact roster, so it, it yeah. it's it's interesting. I I I like the dynamic. Um, yeah, Diana's killing it because Diana's great. Um, yeah, so she battled Rosemary at Final Resolution. Um, yeah, got a dub. Who does it look like her next? Who does it look like her next contender is? <sighs> I, I'm assuming a rematch would sue. We I don't think we finished that yet. Um, Really yeah, I mean, and truly, kind of in, a, in a series. Yeah, really and truly, they're just kind of with the women's division. They're kind of just focused on the the tag title tournament on the tag right belts now. For now, yeah. yeah, that's the big thing because it's crowning new, you know, new champions. So it's going to be a big thing, I guess. And Which, Deanna's good at holding down the division in the meantime, you know. But realistically, you don't want you don't want one to overshadow the other too much or for too yeah. long. I'm just finally glad that the. 
what impact started in, in what oh seven oh eight with the the women's with the divisions being prominent yeah i'm glad yeah. that it's finally coming around full circle and everybody is starting to see how good except for aew because they apparently just don't get it how good a women's division is for a show can be yeah how how, how good it can okay. be what you can do we're back it. together now all right welcome back Patrick is back Patrick has been gone this entire time. I had no, I had no clue. Um, <laughs> we did, <laughs> we did. We, I mean, we heard, we heard you stop mid sentence, and then you, and then we didn't hear you anymore. So we just continued on talking about impact. Yeah. See, I, see, I, I heard you say, I heard Eric say that you guys couldn't hear me anymore, and then I'm like, yeah. you can't hear me. So then I looked. And then the signal said disconnected, and then you guys disappeared. Uh, oh, uh, weird. Well, we were still going. Yeah, we were still going strong without you. Well, there you go. So, look, thank thank you everybody for listening. And this, so either, so people either heard one or two things. People either were hearing you guys talk, or they were hearing yeah. me almost say nothing while I'm trying to figure out. We don't know which. Is that what you're saying? Yes, oh. uh, but oh. I guess uh, as when you know people tell us, or when people listen live, and they'll be like, "Okay, well, we listen to uh, Eric and Danny, which probably must a much better entertaining uh, duo than me trying to figure out how to fix the um, the internet here." But hey, we're <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, we're back. Well, that's all uh, that matters. We're back together. Yes, uh, we're back and better than ever. Yeah. The back, the band is back together. Now, That's it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, who, who cares about Kenny and Megan, the Good Brothers? We're, we're the only trio that, that matters. Um, <laughs> but OW is fine. That's right. Yep. That's right. Everything is fine. Uh, so as I was saying, I'm, and, and I hope I didn't interrupt a really good point you guys were making. Um, no. But with with, with Genesis beginning. The year it's a Impact Plus uh, special. Uh, they are bringing back the Super X Cup. Yeah, uh, I did hear about um, that. I'm excited yeah. about that. That should be a lot so, of fun. I'm waiting yeah, they, to see who they uh, who they add into it. You know, because it's in the past they've brought in people from other promotions, from Mexico or from Japan or um, you know people from Canada, the Indies, kind of like yeah. as a tryout. Yeah, from Canada. You know, they did the World X Cup and, and all these things. So I'm I'm excited to see when they start announcing talent. Yeah, yeah Super J Cup, or not Super J Cup. Super X Cup <laughs> has always been one of my favorite uh, events that Impact does. So I'm highly excited for this. Yeah, I mean, they, they, have, they definitely have a, a very talented roster that can definitely make this a really good uh, show. Uh, and then, you know, because it, it makes totally sense, Willie Mag versus Moose in a night quit match. Uh, but, For the X Division yeah. Championship. Yeah. <laughs> it's about, it's about, it's not about weight limits. It's about no limits, okay? The, the no limit soldiers impact. No, that's Mike Tenet used to always say the X Division is not about weight limits. It's about no limits. No limits. That's how Samoa Joe could be champion despite the fact he's 280 pounds. And Kurt Angle yeah. at 265. And Kurt Angle is X Division Joe, champion. Yeah. yeah. No, we got um, the joke. 
Yeah. Uh, so we just don't want to talk about the Nolan soldiers. Well, yeah. no, I, I, I moved on. I'm, I'm okay, so we we were talking about Impact and the strength of their women's division and how, you know, Impact is showing the wrestling world once again how strong you can do a women's division. You know, AEW is still trying to figure that out, but they're they're slowly getting there, I think, with this multiple feud thing, you know, with multiple feud levels. You have Los Sicarias and you have um, – you know, them fighting for team against, you know, for like a tag team supremacy. And then you have Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker battling, you know, Sarita Deeb defending the NWA women's championship on their television show too is a big thing. So I think that they're starting to piece some things together, but I don't know if they're all the way there yet. I mean, yeah. they're definitely not there. I mean, let's keep in mind, they put their, their, their women's champion on their YouTube show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, in Next, a in a in an enhancement type match, you sometimes do yeah, the champions but there. Still, still, you you bury your your champion in a what twenty match YouTube show? Come on. I yeah, mean, and they announced matches on Dynamite. And you know, they announced the matches for. Uh, for Dynamite next week, or just yeah, for next week, and uh, they, they they put all the action, and oh yeah, and uh, Shira in, in action. I'm like, come on, because beating up jobbers is good times. Uh, last note here, you know, Kenny Omega. If anybody cared, uh, he successfully no. uh, de- defended his Triple Mega Championship against Laredo Kid. Uh, at Triple Mania, uh, so yeah, he he remains he's uh, he remains a champion. Uh, he's a Canadian champion. I, I mean, he's a Canadian who's a champion in America and in Mexico. Uh, yeah. But he's not a can- champion in his home country. It's one of those weird yeah. things, isn't it? I mean, do they even have wrestling in Canada? Yeah, so, just not a lot of it. So real quick, guys, I have an emergency that I have to go take care of. Um, so I gotta go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, and Join us later if you can. To, uh, yeah. But this I, is a yeah, I hope to be back. Day. Yeah. But uh, Thanks, that's guys. a great segue to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, there you go. Eric exits. It's time to talk New Japan. Absolutely. Uh, we we can save the other stuff for later. Um, yes, but okay. Uh, so the finals. Let's start, let's Last start with the week finals. we were we we talked up to the finals and we yeah. did. Um. So now we had the we had the show. It was mm-hmm. one show. It was the finals, and then of course we can talk Super Jacob as well. Yeah. Um, so so we, we I'm just gonna bring up uh, the the rest of the card. Except for the last okay. two matches, just, and just okay, kind of an overview of because because a lot a lot of these tag matches set a yeah. lot of things up for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yes, yes. Start, starting with the opening six minute tag match, Bullet Club uh, defeating Chaos, uh, and that of course brought you know kind of set up uh, a match that we're not going to get a Wrestle Kingdom. Thank goodness, but we'll get this on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. And that is uh, Bad Luck Foley, uh versus Toriyanu for uh, the King the of Pro Wrestling. KOPW 2020, yeah. And, and what seems like the two options for the match, Fale suggested a body slam match. 
Uh, Yano suggested body slam or turnbuckle pad removal. So the it would be if you body slam your opponent or if you can remove the last turnbuckle pad, you would win. Mm. We all know how, like, how fast Yano is at removing those oh, yeah. things. That's um, like that could be a new version of the uh, uh, the strap match. Of, of, yeah, you go yeah. around, and you just the four corner strap match. You just remove yeah. the pad instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where the voting is, and you can go online to to New Japan's you know social media accounts, and you can vote for your choice of match type um, between those two, and the winner will will be will be fought and contested on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. Oh. Uh, uh, then uh, we went on to the Empire defeating uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Okada, and Toa Hinare. Uh, and the, the big thing of that is, uh, you know, the Empire trying to end the career of Hiroshi Tanahashi there. Uh, you know, with, with that. Yeah. Once again, attacking the, attacking leg. the yeah. leg. Yeah. The it's it's kind of been a focal point of a lot of t- it was the focal point of a lot of teams during the World Tag League, um, the Empire trying to do so, and afterwards, uh, Great Okan pretty much called Tanahashi out and said he wanted to end him. So at Wrestle Kingdom, I can't remember if it's night one or night two, we will get Tanahashi versus the Great Okan, mm-hmm. as well uh, as the already advertised Okada versus Will Osprey. I think that yeah. happens on night one on January 4th. Yeah. Uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón uh, defeated Bullet Club. Uh, with the biggest news coming out of this uh, is uh, Jeff Cobb uh, yeah, attacking uh, Shingo post-match. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Cobb pinned Shingo during the World Tag League and called his shot, said he wants that Never Openweight Championship. Jeff Cobb was a Never Openweight Championship never champion already and he wants to uh to get get in contention and get that belt back so uh it, one of the two days for wrestle kingdom i can't remember if it's been announced which day but uh we'll get shingo defending that championship against jeff cobb no. which should be a uh, great match yeah and then kota ibushi after what to defeat uh naito and uh, Bushi, of course, uh, getting us ready for night one of Wrestle Kingdom uh, 15, uh, where Naito will defend uh, both his IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental championships against Ibushi. Yeah, I mean, that'll be your main event of, uh, of the night one. Um and it should yet again should be a great match. Those guys nearly kill each other every time they get in the ring together. So uh, hopefully, you know, the winner is healthy enough to compete the next night. Yeah. So we, we, it, it all brings us down to uh, the World Tag League uh, Finals here uh, with Gorillas of Destiny uh, defeating Finchus in over twenty-two minutes. Uh, this match started, and for the most part, I would probably say about seventy percent of the match from the beginning wasn't clicking for me. I don't know what was about it that I was just not enjoying. It wasn't until really the last maybe five, seven minutes that I started getting like hyped up, and 
you know, as what it looked like to me, let's see how many ways we can try to uh, defeat Tamatonga uh, was basically the sequence of events. But uh, at the end, the Girls of Destiny uh, rose and, and tried to remind everybody, not only Bullet Club is fine, but the G.O.D. are detecting to be in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, well, well. Let's go ahead and, and, and say that it was not a an untainted victory by the Gorillas of Destiny. Giotto, of course, interfered. And while Giotto had the referee distracted, Kenta interfered using his, uh, his IWGP US Championship briefcase on Juice Robinson to set up the Gorillas of Destiny using the Super Power Bomb um, to defeat Juice. So it wasn't exactly an untainted victory, but G.O.D., yes, doing, breaking the curse for them, which was never winning World Tag League, despite having held the championship seven times. This is their first time winning World Tag League, and now they enter Wrestle Kingdom as the challengers, uh, I think, for night two against Dangerous Techers, which should be, you know, if you saw their first match in the tournament, um, it should be very, very heated between these two teams. Listen, you know, it's, it's, it's not about how you win. It's that you win. It's that you do whatever it takes to win. You know, that's what is important. Well, I mean, that's, and that, that's always been the Bullet Club way. You know, it's not necessarily the way of Finn Juice. They want to win with honor and, uh, you know, with 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 their skills being better than their opponents, not taking shortcuts and underhanded tactics, and maybe that's what ultimately cost them is they didn't have somebody there in their corner to try to run interference, and they weren't willing to try low blows and those kind of things that the Bullet Club are, have made their staple in 2020. Yeah. Uh, as one a great man once said, uh, I think it was a man that said this, but I, I I could be cool. I could be wrong. But if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And yeah, I think know. Eddie Guerrero said that. Yeah, I don't know who said it before him, but I do remember Eddie saying that. Yeah, if you're not cheating, so, you're not trying. And they and they tried. They tried hard. They did everything. And look, you know, it's uh, Kenta was, you know, you know, ready to hop on a plane uh, back to. Uh, uh, back, back to the U.S. because, you know, later that day he would go on to team up with the Gorillas of Destiny's younger brother, um, you know, at, uh, at well, the not Super that day, the next yeah. day. Yeah, the, the very next, next day. day, yeah. Less than so, 24 hours later. Right. So he, he they probably were going to go back with him, you know, to support his younger, the younger brother. So he was nah, probably just going nah, to say, hey, let, let's go ahead and get this match over and it's, it's time to go. You know, we got a flight happening. You know, we got a flight um, to catch. We got a yeah. celebration to have. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, it, it was an interesting way, definitely, uh, but not a surprising way. And uh, yeah, um, two two heel tag teams facing each other for the title uh, will be interesting. But yeah, I mean, you, I got to give it up to Fridges though. They they tried their darnest. They did everything yeah, it was, possible. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much hit every, just about everything that they had in that mo- in that match. Um, 
and just couldn't get the win because the numbers game just played too too heavily against them. Yeah, well, when you're Bullet Club, you Bullet Club for a lot. And um, I they we go to the best match of the night, uh, an absolute banger that all 30 minutes it had me. You know, it, it, it had it had me attentive the whole entire time. Uh, uh, it, it, I was I was I was almost on my feet at one point. Uh, but this, this match with Hiromu uh, Hiromu Takahashi and El Desperado, I mean Jesus, and it was outstanding. It was outstanding. El, it when, really was. When El Desperado just like it's funny because like as they went in like and the Takahashi tried to take off his mask and El Desperado's like you broke my mask. Like he just took off the rest of the mask. Like what the heck? And he took like, the rest of the mask off and continued to fight and. Uh, yeah, it just like it made Hiromu mad that he was like just took the mask off willingly. Um after he was like, Okay, now yeah, then he turned up the intensity and uh and they literally just beat the tar out of each other. But in the end, you know, the time bomb would have it and uh Hiromu Takahashi is, you know, once again your best of super juniors winner, uh winning yeah. this year's best of super juniors. But an outstanding match. Both men came out looking great. You know, Desperado questions, you know, become unanswered. You know, does he put the mask back on and continue to wrestle? Does he wrestle without the mask and his face painted? Or, you know, does it change anything about him? Or was it really a one-time thing and he just goes back to business as normal um, for El Desperado? You know, we'll have to see if, if we get answers to that question on the road to Wrestle Kingdom or not. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, kudos here to um, to Hiromu uh, w- winning the best of Super Juniors, uh, uh, and uh, I think this second time he's won it. Uh, so becoming yeah, a second time, yeah, winner. Um, and yeah, the, these two uh, definitely brought everything. I mean, uh, I, I like it when you know. When you, when you get to one of these New Japan matches that make you feel the emotions, that, those yes. are the kind of matches that they get me. And he's like, I mean, they, they put out great products, don't get me wrong, but it not every match makes me have feelings like this one. You know, they just went yeah. in there and 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 stole the show far none, uh, by, by far just uh, fantastic. Now, of course, uh, Time Bomb. Uh, you know, trying to show that he is uh, the best of the best, said that not only is he satisfied with winning uh, the best of super juniors, and he's not only satisfied knowing that he will see uh, um, that the champion, um, oh my goodness, what's his stinking name? Uh, I, I already forgot his name. Taiji Ishimori um, is the champion. Ishimori, that's right. I don't know why I was couldn't get it out of my head. But he wants to face on night one the winner of the Super J Cup. So before yeah. he challenges for the belt, you know, he was the best in Super J Cup. Of course, Super J Cup uh, making it, 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 its return once again uh, at a, a tournament, you know, Liger's creation, basically. Here uh, and something that means some to everybody in the world. Takahashi's like, nah, I want the winner. So yeah, well, I think he so wants then, to show that you know 
the the best of super juniors and the super j cup winners you know who really deserves a title opportunity against ishimori who really is the best junior heavyweight in the world um because with covid you know most of the super j cup was american guys and most of the best of super juniors it was apart from robbie eagles it was all japanese wrestlers um so it's kind of Jap- japan versus the us in those championships and you know now we you know for night one of wrestle kingdom we'll get the uh the winner of super jacob versus harumu takahashi yeah so with that let's take a look at uh the uh super jacob uh an outstanding uh, night of action it really was yes it was uh and uh this was uh overall just one night as far as we know um yeah we're not sure how long it, it really took uh, but here we go. Uh, in the first round, uh, Chris Bay defeated Clark Connors. ACH defeated TJP. Ray Horace, uh lost to Blake Christian. And uh, uh, Leo Rush uh, got, uh, got defeated by El uh, Fantasmo. So four great matches. To me, Ray Horace versus Blake Christian was uh, my favorite match of the first round. Yeah, yeah, I was. I hadn't really seen much of Blake, anything of Blake Christian, but I was definitely uh, impressed with him throughout this tournament. Uh, his match with Ray Horace was really, really good. Showed a lot of his heart. Um, and disappointed, Leo Rush didn't beat El Fantasmo. I thought Leo Rush looked great. Um, so hopefully, he gets more opportunities with New Japan in the future. Um, and ACH, of course, you know our champion here in Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, uh, getting a win in the first round is always exciting. He's always, you know, representing the Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, second round, we see ACH defeat Chris Bay. Uh, and uh, ELP defeating Blake Christian. Uh, ELP here, I mean, uh, att- attacking uh, Blake Christian with everything. Uh, of course, Blake Christian was uh, bloodied in his opening match. He got his uh, nose broken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, two very fun matches uh, to set up uh, the finals of ACH and ELP. Yeah. Um, yet again, uh, just a great round of action. Um, you know, ACH and Chris Bay looking great. I hadn't really seen much of Bay, but I definitely, you know, I see why people are so high on his work um, after watching him in the Super J Cup, and Blake Christian showing his heart. As, like you said, ELP threw everything at him. You know, he had the broken nose. You could see his eyes were blackened, uh, you know, from the broken nose, and he still fought on. He still wasn't going to let his opportunity go to waste, um, and he fought hard, uh, but ELP, the trickster, just too much for him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and then ELP versus ACH, man. I mean, ELP attacking... Uh, ACH, ACH is coming out. Uh, it, this was With basically his back and his ribs taped much, up. Yeah. yeah, pretty much all all EAP, ELP most of the most of the match. Uh, valiant effort by ACH to keep on, keep on. But at the end of the night, uh, ELP back to back, two time Super J Cup winner. The one person you did not want to see win 
Yes. The one person uh, I didn't want to see win won it for the second year in a row. Um, and multiple times did he use underhanded tactics, back rakes, eye gouges, the low blow, you know, he used against ACH. He also used the low blow against Leo Rush, um, you know, which he used to earn multiple victories last year as well. Um, he destroys the trophy. He takes the jacket. Um, now the only other person to go back to back was Jushin Liger himself. So, you know, ELP's put himself in high, uh, high contention. But afterwards, he gets on the microphone and says he accepts Hiromu's challenge for Wrestle Kingdom. So at Wrestle Kingdom night one, we will get the winner of the Best of Super Juniors 27, Hiromu Takahashi, versus the winner of the Super J-Cup 2020 in El Fantasmo. Yeah. So, yeah, so here's pretty much where we are. Uh, we stand after two... Uh, you know, two really fun, uh, fun shows with the uh, World Tag League and Best of Super Juniors Finals and then the Super J Cup. Uh, and, of course, uh, this is happening January 4th, January 5th, uh, a two-night uh, special on uh, New Japan World, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 15. Night one, uh, we will see uh, Naito versus Ibushi uh, for the dual championships. Uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay, Tanahashi versus Great Okan, and Danger Stackers versus Gorillas Destiny for the IWGP Tag Team Championships, and uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus ELP, uh, with the winner uh, becoming the number one contender for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Night two, uh, we will see Naito or Ibushi. Uh, defend uh, both belts against Jay White. A grudge match between Evil and Sonata. Uh, Shingo def- defending the Never Openweight Championship versus Jeff Cobb. And uh, Teiji Ishimori def- uh, defending his Junior Heavyweight Championship against either Hiromu or ELP. Um, I'm assuming they'll probably add two or three more matches to this. Uh, to For sure, yeah, I would think. Yeah, I would think so. Because yeah, that that, um, that six match format has been working fantastic. You know? It has, but I don't know if they're. I don't know if they would expand it for Wrestle Kingdom or not. We'll have to see. Um, if they if they do a a seven or eight match show per night, um, but I would assume yeah, we we will have maybe a preview match on night one for one of the matches for night two, something like that. You know, um, right. So we would just have to see what what else what gets added. Um, you know, we still have the three shows of the Road to the Tokyo Dome, which mm-hmm. will mostly be preview matches, apart from the KOPW twenty twenty match. Um, right. I assume uh, we'll also get more about what kind of matches we'll build. You know, will there be a never open weight six man match? Is you know, um, I'm hoping that we'll see a New Japan Pro Wrestling U.S. title match. Well, yeah, hopefully we get that as well. Hopefully, John Moxley is able to come to Japan, you know, leave his pregnant wife at home for a couple days, and uh, go fight uh, Kenta. But um, we will Yoshinobu Kanemaru is he going to be healthy enough to defend the 
junior tag belts. You know, it seems that Master Watto and Taguchi want to challenge um, for those belts. So maybe that match gets added to Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe it doesn't. I it may be dependent on uh, Kanemaru if you know how his leg is doing, if he's healthy enough to fight. Right. And you would think, you know, uh, with with the kind of uh, with really just the showing that both Show and El Desperado had in the uh, in the best of Super Juniors, they would have some type of match, not necessarily against each other, but just be on the card. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they definitely to me uh, were like just one and two the the biggest uh, you know. Uh, the MVPs of the tournament because they look fantastic. They were both great, some great matches. And yeah, uh, no offense to him, he won the whole thing and he deserved it. But those two guys were definitely outstanding. And I think that they earned a spot on this card, one of these cards somewhere. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully so. Um, because like you said, they both earned, they definitely both earned. Um, a spot on Wrestle Kingdom if one's available for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, all right. Uh, let's see where we are now. Uh, NXT's uh, New Year's Evil uh, happening on January 6th. Uh, that is a terrible name. I hate it. It's yeah, but, but we get Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly 2 for the NXT Championship. Um, those two guys beat the crap out of each other in probably one of the best uh, NXT matches of this year. Uh, you know, sent Balor uh, to the hospital and put him out of commission for a few months. Uh, this match uh, definitely will deliver. Yeah, um, it definitely will. I mean, the first one, like you said, they both ended up going to the hospital. Ballard missing some time uh, away from the ring for a cracked jaw. Um, so now that they um, that they have been using, well, that they have the championship on the line, I expect them to go even harder than they did the first time because the first time wasn't for the belt; it was just for for pride. It was just for no, a win and contention. It was for the belt the first time, too? Yeah, because yeah, Balor defended the belt. Oh, see, I didn't think Balor had the belt then. Yeah. Balor had the belt. That, yeah. That's why he, he's had the belt, because he took the belt with him while he was injured. And oh, we, yeah, we yeah this, that's true. We, okay. we kind of talked about if he was going to get stripped of the belt. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, depending on how much time he was going to have to leave. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm getting all mixed up again. Um, yeah. Cross was the one that got the belt taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. And not only that, but of course we saw uh, Kerry Cross uh, returning to NXT. So at, at New Year's Evil, which by the way, you say it's a bad name. WCW actually came up with New Year's Evil. It, it, and it was, I did some homework. It was actually. A, the themed uh, name for uh, Nitro back in 1999. In 99, it was a special episode of Nitro called New Year's yeah. Evil? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it still doesn't make yeah. it any better. It's still pretty terrible. 
Well, I mean, it goes along with the line of you know, WCW 1999. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I I believe if if I don't, if I'm uh, if I remember based on what I was looking at, uh, they had the uh, the lethal lottery and uh, oh, they were doing lethal lottery then. Okay, yeah, they yeah, it was it was it was quite a thing. It was I think December twenty seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Um, yeah, let's just say let's let's hope we forget about that. Um, I have erased it from my from my mind, uh, but yeah, Kerry Cross versus uh, uh, Damian Priest uh, will be at New Year's Evil, and New Year's Evil hosted by Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Loomis. Yes, interesting, interesting Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get a few more fun matches uh, in there. Um, sh- I-, I gotta imagine Shotzi versus Candace. Uh, I would think. Will I would think yeah. we're building to that. Yeah, that that, that um, match gotta happen. I mean, plus you know you go from the she she's the hostess of uh, Halloween Havoc. You know, yeah, you can't have your evil without Shotzi. I I would think that you need to have Shotzi on that card just because she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. And uh, man, there was another thought I had about in uh, NXT. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to know, Mika Villas. How how did you survive? Uh, that 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 northeastern storm that's be, that's been hitting your way. I'm a ghost. You're not actually talking to Mika Villas. This is a ghost of Mika Villas joining you guys here. Undead. <laughs> not even live. Oh, wow. Uh, well. Wasn't ready was for that, that word, uh, huh? <laughs> well, well, no, listen. It, it, I, I've, ne- I've never talked to an undead person uh, because I, I, I dare never to interrupt Su Young when she's... Uh, She's, you know, she's doing the thing <laughs> because, you know, she'll probably like, kill me. Uh, but uh, so uh, by the fact that you're la- laughing, uh, that means, uh, you know, the jokes on everybody and uh, you you were definitely a good person and not going to help. Yeah, I mean, they were afraid that I was going to take over. So they sent me back and here I am. Um, thankfully, the. The ice and the snow, it came, it saw me, it melted, it went away. I'm not sure if that's like really how it went, but I went outside and there was nothing the next day. So I'm going to assume that my hellishly good goodness, yeah, hellish goodness, yeah, melted all the ice and snow and here we are. Well, uh, it's supposed to be snowing on Christmas Day here in Georgia. Is that your fault? Uh, Absolutely. I will be, the devil went down to Georgia, that is a thing, and I am coming down to Georgia once again for uh, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment for show of the year, so I bring with me the ice, the snow, the coldness of my heart will be coming south, but it will heat up, I guarantee you, Sunday night for show of the year. The devil would never lie, just so you know. Seven, yeah. 
Uh, I'll hit up. Uh, will it rain though? That's the quick. That's that's the million dollar mm-hmm. question. Okay. We'll make it rain inside of District Atlanta. I mean, so maybe not dollar bills, but there will be lots of hits that will keep on coming. Yeah. So okay, I'm out of cliches here. So well, well, the three of us are here. Let me ask you guys because no one knows. Uh, you know, it will not be. It will be the best to answer this question. What faction is best, that way or this way? Wow. I mean you went you went right to the hard quitting hitting questions like no no punches pulled. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to Danny, Danny. Who's better the way or day way? Yes. Um, I honestly don't really like either of them. Um <laughs> I think the way's kind of goofy. If Eric were here, he'd be Super marking out, singing their praises about how they're better than everybody, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's kind of a weird group right now. And then Dayway was kind of a clusterfuck of a group. They had people coming and going, and it was like Diggs and and Siler and like, but they were kind of in the team. They kind of weren't. They were just kind of lackeys. And you had Kenway come out of it. You know, I think Kenway is the best part to come out of that grouping. Um, but uh, yeah, the way I don't uh, the name is goofy and it's an odd mix of people, um, so I don't really know how how well it's going to be like, long term. Kind of, kind of like Dayway. You 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 said it. It it's awful funny how these things have similar names, similar attributes, where there's just a mishmash of people. I'm yeah. I'm going to have to keep it real, yo, and. I, I, uh, I'm going to have to say this, and I hate it. I'm blaming the alcohol and the fact that I'm undead, but I'm going to go ahead and say Dayway. And yes, those are my notifications. Welcome back, Mika. <laughs> uh-huh. Dayway, they, 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 they experiencing Dayway, and no offense uh, to to anyone involved, made, made me wish I was on drugs. Uh, so <laughs> that was the point. That was the whole goal. I mean, that was let, that was Silas Cross as Big Zan. His whole gimmick was that he was supposed to be on drugs, and that he was trying to fight despite being on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Uh, so so of course, accomplished, boys. Of course, us bringing up Johnny Gargano was going to end Eric's emergency and bring him back to yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I think no. we should imagine words, right? I mean, because that's what I was saying. Boom, Eric showed up on my screen. I mean, yeah. I promise the emergency's yeah. not over. I just can't go inside the, the vet. Uh, well, to, to, help, okay. to, to help you think of better things, uh, Eric, the way. The way or day way, which is better? The way. Obviously. Oh gosh. <laughs> Are you really even asking me that question? <laughs> we, we, we I'm gonna need you to think about to, this, uh, Eric. I mean, you just came off the top with that. Really sure? think you can't just come out with a snap answer, okay? You gotta like really think hard on it. Weigh oh, out your options. All right, give me just a second to think on it. Yeah, okay, it's the way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, are you choosing something with Austin Theory, man? Come there on. you go. That's the, that's that's it. Are you choosing Austin Theory? 
Three of the four aren't bad. <laughs> oh, he is he is part. That is a whole part there that you have chosen. Gargano he's wouldn't have that belt without him, so he's a big part yeah. of the group. It, you know, it, he makes uh, it three and a half. He's okay. It, it, three and a half minutes. In Eric's like mind, Gargano's blood covers all sins, right? Ooh, is, is that, that how it is? Who said that porno? That's a little too close to home right there. Now, we're not supposed to tell the truth on this show, right? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we never let we the We ain't talking about Ricochet, room. okay? Yeah. Oh, whoa. oh, don't make me start talking about theory. Because it ain't no theory. It's been proven. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. That's Mika for you. Always, always bringing the scandal. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like uh, hell. So, I'm sorry. I, I, I would. I would say somebody started drinking early, but you never stop drinking. So. Facts. I got true. crown and apple right this here. You're absolutely correct, oh. gentlemen. We know. Uh, NXT ended uh, in a quick bang with Tony Storm defeating Rhea Ripley. Uh, in this week's NXT, another. Another NXT ending with the women's uh, in the main event. With the women in, in the main event. Uh, fantastic choice there. Absolutely. But, uh, women definitely highlighted. Uh, ben Carter. Uh, it had, it, there had been word Ben Carter had signed with WWE. It was the biggest rumor. People were talking about it. Even Myro. Uh, uh, mentioned that on his pocket, uh, not his pocket, on his Twitch channel one time that uh, that Carter uh, was very talented but decided to go to the dark side. Uh, of course, you know, well, there's only one dark side, right? Uh, and uh, it was made official today uh, that Ben Carter has signed with WWE and he's headed home. He's headed home to the UK because he will be part of NXT UK. Uh, I think that is uh, going to be great. I mean, that that kid came to the U.S. to make something himself. He uh, graduated from uh, Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins's uh, wrestling school, um, and has impressed a lot of people here in the U.S. But now he's going back home with a WWE contract, becoming the newest member of the WWE NXT UK roster. Yeah. Good for him. He gets to go That's back. That's not home. bad. Yeah. It's like they're trading yeah. people. Like, like they send Tony Storm over here. They send Ben Carter. Back. Like they've got to balance the UK. Yeah. Send, send Pete passion. over here. Bring, bring, uh, you know, take Pete Ben Carter Tony back to the UK. Ben Carter, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you the, know. The balance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Plus, he's my... young. His parents probably miss him. It's like, hey, send his kid back home before we get in trouble for like child abandonment or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So the Slammies are happening next week. Live Ooh. on the network. Uh, yeah, so that that'll be interesting. Um, we're so not they're gonna... doing it as a separate show this year as opposed to part of mm-hmm. Raw. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so they're going to oh, have right. it on the network and also on different uh, social social media platforms, I guess. Uh, it's all going to be web-based. So I guess drive people to go to the network. Drive people to 
the Twitter and who knows, maybe Facebook or uh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't think they have caps. Does that even exist? That's next to the NFL, uh, the XFL. I mean, uh, uh, oh, yeah, that means Rock owns it, so it'll be great. Superstar of the year, match of the year, rivalry of the year, tag team of the year, return of the year, ring gear of the year. Great kind ring of gear. star of the year. Female superstar of the year, male superstar of the year, moment of the year. I want to know. Okay, I need to know. I think we got to go through this just because I need to know. This. Okay, um, superstar of the year: McIntyre, Reigns, Orton, Strowman, The Fiend, Oscar, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, Oscar. Yeah, Asuka held the division, held you know two divisions down. Basically, held Raw and SmackDown's divisions down, going back and forth, fighting for the championships, winning them, and that kind of thing. You know, for the for a while, the whole divisions, both divisions and the tag division, was pretty much Asuka, Sasha, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a little oh, nod to Kyrie there so- too. Yeah, with Kyrie You're there so as well, but she was but she was hurt, and so she was not competing as as frequently as Asuka was. I will say I got to give a special shout out to um, the Tribal Chief for coming on strong at the end of the year for Superstar of the Year, which he'll probably win, but that's okay. Um, we all know that the real MVP was Asuka. No, Asuka is a great, great wrestler. She's a great hand, but we're talking. No, 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 no. Don't about- say great hold, hand. Hold on, hold on. Don't say great hand. I think hand. you just offended me and Danger, and I'm, I'm kind of ready to fight. Well, he just said great hand. Up. Come on. Great not hand. Like Bobby Eaton, okay? Knuckle what the? up, boys, because we are talking about the WWE here. We're talking about superstar of the year. We're talking about somebody who transcends their sports and their entertainment, but more so their entertainment. And that, my friends, is the man, Becky Lynch. Becky became a household name. She became a cover girl for magazines. She became something outside of the wrestling bubble. She crossed over into the entertainment world. She brought in more eyes with people looking to see what was happening inside of world but, wrestling entertainment. And she but, was the entertainment. But Becky, hold on. She, she hasn't been hold active on. for... She hasn't yeah. been active for half the year. She wrestled one match yeah. this year. How is she the superstar she, of the year? Because it's not about wrestling. It's about the entertainment. But it's she's not, literally she's she literally wrestler. went dark. She went dark after she got pregnant. Yes, she got dark after she got pregnant. She's on a freaking she had cover. Three pictures. She's on a, they were three she's, pictures. She's, She's on People Magazine. She's got people clamoring to get shots of this. Is she on People baby. Magazine? People, Time, E, whatever. It doesn't matter. Becky, TMZ, I'm Googling this. TMZ, probably. They like wrestling. <laughs> they only like wrestling yeah. when something bad goes wrong. Well, there you I go. I mean, some, one of the wrestlers get knocked TMZ up. TMZ only likes bad stuff going on. I mean, if Seth Come had on, Mika. Up, they'd have made TMZ. Tell the tell that crown to stop. Tell that crown to stop. <laughs> I'm just telling you guys. As much as I love you and your opinion, 99.999 percent of the time, this is the one percent I can't agree with you, bro. Hold on, listen again. No, I admit no offense to Oscar because again, Oscar you just is said that she phenomenal. was a great hand. What do you mean, no okay. disrespect? Hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. 
Let me tell you where Oscar's shortcomings are. If you want me to go there, Oscar cannot cut a promo. She's entertaining That's when she problem. promos. That's all no, that no, matters. No, 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 no. Oscar cannot cut a promo that will transcend over onto you. Cannot put Oscar on Total Divas without subtitles. You can't put Oscar out there at an award show. Oscar is great for in the ring, but a superstar transcends the ring. A superstar is somebody they can put in the leading role of a movie. They've done that. A superstar is somebody they can send to different TV shows to guest star. They've done that. Oscar is a great wrestler. Yes, what she held Becky the women's division. She... Huh? What uh, is Becky on? Showtime's Billions. What is that? If we're going to go off of what TV show she was on, let's vote for Sasha for Mandalorian then. No, no, no. If we're going to go talk about that because you, you have to pay for Disney then, Plus. No, Good. If, if, if we're going to if we're going to go for for TV then uh there's only one answer and that is awesome. Cuz the Miz uh had his own TV show plus he hosted The Miz another... isn't even nominated. If we're just going to go based off of they were in but this we're TV going, show or we're this not movie, going based Roman Reigns was in a movie with The Rock, so that makes him automatically yeah, that, the best. He was in a Fast and Furious spinoff, yeah. But again, I'm saying your superstar has to transcend wrestling. Oscar does not transcend wrestling yet. Fingers crossed, not wood. I go with McIntyre because that's gonna be the obvious choice uh, for this. Uh, for this, because he was uh, champion yeah. most of the year. Yeah, Mika, I'm uh, genuinely serious right now. And he, he beat Ma- Brock Lesnar. Come on, match of the year. Uh, uh, the Boneyard match uh, at WrestleMania. No. Uh, New Day versus the Hurt Business tag team title match. Uh, Edge versus Randy Orton, the greatest match wrestling match ever. Uh, the Men's Battle uh, Royal Rumble match. AJ versus Daniel Bryan uh, for the IC title in on a SmackDown. Uh, Reigns versus Jey Uso in the I Quit Hell in a Cell match. Sasha versus Bailey in the Hell in a Cell match. AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy in a Triple Threat ladder match. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns uh, Survivor Series, and Becky Lynch versus Oscar at the Royal Rumble. The one match that she wrestled to somehow become superstar of the year. I mean, let's hey, it is what it is. Honestly, they're gonna throw this one to the taker. They're gonna do the bone yard yeah. match. Yeah. Unfortunately, 100%. you're probably right, but the real match of the year was Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. It had it wasn't the great match element. anything with AJ Styles in it, you mean. Oh no, AJ versus Daniel was great, and AJ versus Hardy versus Sammy. Had a phenomenal ending, no pun intended. Um, but uh, it didn't have the emotion. It didn't have the the story driven. It didn't have all of the ups and downs like Oos versus Oos, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. Rivalry, ri- rivalry of the year. Seth Rollins versus the Mysterios. McIntyre versus Orton. Edge versus Orton. Sasha versus Bailey. Our truth versus the world. What in the world is that even? Lana versus, versus the twenty-four-seven title. Oh, and La- La- Lana versus the announcer tables. To me, Sasha versus Bailey, by far, 
was the biggest uh, to me storyline. I mean, think about how long. I mean, it was drawn out through the year. We kept talking about, oh, this is what they're gonna do. This is what they're gonna do. It. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. To me, it was a fantastic storytelling that just played over time, and they didn't need to rush any of it. No, yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. All right, Tag Team of the Year, uh, the Golden Role Models. I guess that's uh, no. the, the blonde. Bailey and Sasha. It's Bailey and Sasha. Is that, is that oh, what they yeah, call Oh, yeah, that's Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, they were the oh, Golden Role Models. Oh, oh, yeah, because of role models. This is, stuff, yeah. this, this is why I keep listening to things uh, on the mute. Uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, The New no. Day, Street Profits, and Nakamura and Cesaro. That's a yeah, I gotta go with some of the others. Nah, they're gonna do New Day for this one because it's like New uh, Day's final ride, kind right? Mm. They're gonna let them come and do a Budio's dance to the podium or something stupid. Yeah. Return of the year. There's only Edge, one answer for this one. Edge, Reigns, MVP, Goldberg, and Zayn. Edge. Mm. Edge. You think you know me. You think you know me. Because did anybody mark out for MVP's return? Did anybody mark out for Goldberg's return? Did anybody mark out for Sammy? Did anybody People marked really... out for Roman Reigns' return. A little bit, when but... He came, when he came, I mean, people were crazy. Like Because he came in... With no shirt on, and he had that shirt that said "Wreck right. Everybody." And he was just laying it to everybody. Everybody was like, "Holy crap! Is he finally going to turn don't heel? Is say, this him? Is he gonna don't heel? say laying it. That that's a whole different connotation, sir." And, and that's what I was going to say. Is I was going to say Roman got a pop, <laughs> but let's be for real. At twenty six, when you think you know me, everybody and their mother that watches wrestling has for years popped because. Everyone has been clamoring for Edge's return. Edge to go out the right way. The internet exploded, and that's exactly what they want. If anybody but Edge wins this, it's bullshit and it's a sham. Yeah, the internet exploded for Edge. It is a sham. Exploded for it's not real. It's kayfabe, and that was like literally the kayfabious kayfabe return of the year. Kayfabious kayfabe. We we knew Roman was coming back at some point. We we had no idea that Edge was cleared. Well, I mean, we knew he was cleared, but we knew we didn't know that he was ever going to return to the ring. We didn't know WWE was going to let him. But come on, it's got to be Edge. All right, uh, ring gear of the year. Ring gear, that's weird. I, and so, yeah, so the award is like turned into a fashion show now. The award is going to the wrestler who wore the best ring gear: Charlotte, Sasha, no, no. New Day. Bianca Belair, Nakamura, Carmella. New day. Bianca. She makes her own gear. I, mean, they sh- I love Bianca's gear. I'm not going to lie. I, I think, she always I think makes if, her own. It's always good. Yeah. yeah. I think if they if this is a new award, this is clearly a made-up award. I think this is a, a gimme to Bianca to help get her more over with people who may not know I, that I don't this is so. what she does. I th- I think they mostly made up this so they could give Charlotte another title when she's not wrestling. Oh God! But her all of her ring gear is exactly the same. It's just a different color. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yeah. So is the new day. It's just, it's just a no. different color. No, 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 no. All of New Day's gear has different designs on it. Yeah, yeah. It's all different. 
Okay. They had a Nickelodeon gear this year. They had a Schoolhouse Rock gear. It's either something like video gamey that's tying into a sponsorship or yet some throwback TV something or whatever that they can't quite put out there as that because of copyright and trademark infringements. But the new gay gear all looks alike. It looks like if I did acid, and I don't even know what acid is, but if I did acid and did a trip, these bright swirly colors would be the new day's gear. Mika, they had a color by number gear. Uh-huh. A color by case. number. That's a fantastic. Nika, also, we're, we're literally good. we're gonna throw hands December twenty seventh. You've you've made me mad twice now. All right, okay. Uh, All right. Speaking of breaking things, breakout start of the year. Uh, Dominic, uh, Bianca Belair, Otis, Street Profits, and Murphy. For me, by by far, uh, Dominic Mysterio uh, came out and proved to us that. Uh, you know, not everybody is a David Flair in their hearts. Not yeah. everybody's an Eric. Wow. Oh, that. Yes. Not everybody's a Bret Hart. Wow. Hey, I'm not. Um, Street Profits. Street Profits um, came out, and you've only got one talented person on that team and managed Ooh, to not only win the Raw Tag Team titles, Dude. but also the, Smack team, the SmackDown Tag Team titles as well. I mean, you're what? not what wrong. wrong. You're not wrong per se, but Angelo Dawkins is a lot better. At what? Eating? He's lost what? weight, bro. Mm. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, a hundred percent, it's Dominic Mysterio. But the way that I look at it is, and I'm sure this isn't how they're judging it, but we knew what Bianca has. We knew what the Street Profits had. We knew what Murphy had. Uh, okay, Otis is there. Uh, but none of us knew what Dominic Mysterio was about. We didn't know if he was going to go the Eric Watts route or the David Flair route or if he was actually going to be good. Y'all going to leave David Flair alone. I love David no, Flair. No, we're not. He was he was a terrible wrestler. He was the third best Flair out of he, that he Flair brought, children. He, he brought us... He brought us Daphne, which is which she is, was, yes, is great. And Crowbar. And Crowbar, too, yeah. Daphne and Crowbar, yeah. and Crowbar is the only thing that we can credit David Flair for. The only good thing that's he can do. Yeah, that's all he's forever, He'll forever have my love because of those two. And Undertaker yeah. beat the shit out of him at OVW before the Ric Flair match at Mania. That's all I remember about David Flair. And then Eric Bischoff beat the crap out of him for Starcade 98 lead-up. Oh, that's true. To this day, Reed Flair is better than David Flair. So I gotta say, he was the uh, best Flair child. Wow. Uh, we're, we're, well, I don't know. Reed Flair had more than three children, but uh, I uh, we're gonna trigger Eric some more. Female superstar of the year: Oscar, Sasha, Bailey, Becky, or Charlotte. Oscar. This we already went with Oscar for superstar. So if she's not superstar, she has to be at least female of the year. Nope. And here comes Mika. Comes Mika to say it's (laughs) Sasha Banks. Um, No, here comes Mika to say it's it's Becky. But I don't believe Um, it's. No, I would would say Becky female superstar not this year. Female superstar of the year because Becky's going to be superstar of the year. The female superstar of the year because Becky's a man. 
is she going be both, to be technically uh, not for WWE. It is going to be hello, ding dong, anybody. It's going to be Bailey. Bailey, the longest reigning SmackDown champion, <sighs> the longest reigning champion in this modern era Sweet for the WWE Sweet. in this time in this time period. Is that true? You know, they count their own history. I don't think that that's her, accurate. I think it was and like 460 days or something crazy like that. I thought it? New Day held the tag titles for like 500 days. We don't count New Day because, again, we always count New Day. And, no, we, we being the WWE don't. Well, we, oh, 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 well, if we're going with that, Bailey. if we're going that it's three of them, how many times has Sasha helped Bailey retain that title? Listen, Bailey. So there's is two of them. To be. The female superstar of the year, based on her longevity as a SmackDown Women's Champion, based on her longevity as being a role model, changing the game, and just decimating the competition. New Day held it for 483 days, just so we're clear. They didn't have anybody to fight. They were fighting each other. They were. Fighting that was when the team. tag team division was actually pretty decent. They didn't have a. When has the WWE had a decent tag team division? Tyson Kidd and Cesaro yeah. was one of them. Wait, who? Tyson Kidd? Is he, is he still alive? Tony, even. Okay. Oh, by the way, New, New Day's tag title reign was 100 plus days more than Bailey's uh, uh-huh. women's. But again, so, yeah. Bailey as a role model, Bailey as being a company girl, Bailey's got this. New Day's not company people? Nope. Everything that they do. Male superstar of the year: uh, McIntyre, <laughs> Reigns, Orton, Strowman, The Fiend. Reigns. Roman yeah. single-handedly made me interested in him, and he's only been back for three months. Yeah, so I don't know if he wins for a full year because he was only there three months. It's the WWE's year. They do it in dog years. Three months is like three years. He's one for the entire decade. It's like it's like the PWI five hundred. It's they they make their own rules. It's Mm -hmm. like it's it's like half a year to half a year. Half yeah. It's from July to July. (laughs) Uh, Moment of the year. Undertaker's final farewell. Uh, McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar. Uh, Becky Lynch announcing she is pregnant. Uh, Edge returns at the Royal Rumble. The New Day's farewell address. Reigns and Paul Heyman unite. Bailey betrays Sasha. The New Day gets drafted to different brands. I guess they get split. So the New Day I here. Guess they they probably go small. Undertaker on this one. I was going to say regardless. They're going Undertaker, but the real moment of the year was Edge's return. It gave you every feel-good moment. Yeah, Edge's return. I hope they don't go with anything but Edge's return because that. I, oh, they're going with Undertaker for sure. They're going with Undertaker just because of the eighty-nine years he was in WWE. But I mean, Ooh. legitimately, with Edge's return, like you got literally the fans popping. When Edge walked out on stage, it looked like he was Adam Copeland for three seconds because it looked like he was about to cry. When that pyro hit, holy shit, he immediately swapped on to Edge. It was great. Yeah. It was just fantastic. It was my favorite moment of WWE this year, regardless. It was. I mean, it was a huge moment. All right. Well, 
time to make new moments because this Sunday live on um, WWE Network at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, and also on pay-per-view somewhere. Uh, TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs uh, oh is your next uh, WWE pay-per-view uh, in no particular order. Uh, first, start for uh, the Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus the Hurt Business. Hurt business. Yeah, I think Cedric and Shelton could be a hell of a team, um, and I think that they they have the they have the chance to win the belts. And they keep teasing this whole friction between Kofi and Xavier, and I I, I don't want to see the new day. Xavier end. Woods wrestle singles career, yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that out loud. But I don't want to see the new day break up because you know the new day is great. Um, probably, yeah. probably the best tag team that I've seen since 2000. Um, as long as Xavier Woods' uh, singles career doesn't doesn't include any more three ways. Jesus. Anyways, um, (laughs) I I think the Hurt Business has done very, very well um, on Raw since MVP formed the stable. I I wasn't sure what to think of it, but he single-handedly revived three careers. So I really think it's time for the Hurt Business to start uh, cashing checks in and start collecting on that gold. And I think it's uh, next on the list is Cedric and Shelton. Cashing checks and breaking necks. Oh, really? He, he revived four careers, including his own. True. Mm. Her business should win, but I'm I'm a little bit weary of this whole Cedric beating everybody. So if they lose, I feel that Shelton gets pinned, and there is a crack in the hurt business. So do you think that the whole unfortunately retains? Do you think that the whole Cedric storyline has just been kind of like a, a ploy to destroy the Hurt Business from the inside? Or do you yes. think Cedric's kind of got like his own agenda now because he's been winning so much? I, I believe it's a ploy to break the Hurt Business up or at least to boot somebody out. And, you know, we can't have nice shiny things because here is this faction that should not have worked. That's working that now we must break up because that is what the WWE does. Unfortunately, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Sasha Banks defends the SmackDown Women's Championship against Carmella. Against the diva, the diva of SmackDown. She's trying to bring back the word diva. Let me, so uh, Sasha, let me better, let her Sasha better beat her up hard. Better let me clear my throat for this one. <clears throat> it's boss time. This match better not go over five minutes. Oh Jesus! Carmella's ass in the ring. Let's be. Let's be. Come on, come on. Carmella is a former SmackDown Women's Champion. Carmella held the the title. And and Nicholas won the tag titles. And Nicholas won the tag titles. Hey, listen. This is the WWE because again, wrestling does not count here. It's entertainment, and Carmella is nothing in the ring, but she's entertaining AF. She stopped, being inter- who. she stopped being entertaining I- after Enzo and Cass got fired. Listen, 
she's entertaining for somebody. Maybe that somebody's Corey Graves. Maybe they want to play that up on commentary. She does entertain Corey. I don't, I, I don't know, but the fact of the matter is, Carmella's back. They gave her this whole rollout and this whole program to bring herself back. She's Emelina, basically. Back divas. And yes, they, 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 they rolled that out, and we're stuck with it. They are not going to take this title Sasha, off of Sasha. Sasha already defended the title successfully one time. That's all she gets. Which is one more than she's ever done before. Exactly. And that's why we're done here and new, unfortunately. No. They're going to finally give Sasha her title reign because much like you said about Becky, Sasha is crossed over. She has eyes on her outside of WWE now. Hold on. Sasha is going to beat everybody, right? Well, we've already seen that, been there, done that. Who else does she have to feud with in SmackDown? Nobody. Carmella, however, is back from boob surgery or whatever the hell she went away for. And now Her whole face she gets is the title. I, 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 that was the boob I was talking about. And now she's winning the title so people can go and run up against her. Carmella. But that's the, Carmella that's the problem. I was going to say, that's the problem with SmackDown. There's no faces outside of Sasha. And that's why Carmella wins. But who's she going to feud with? Is it just going to be heel versus heel all the time? It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Carmella versus the world. And the world is going to be everybody who's going to talk about her surgery, which is all of us. You get a title shot, you get a title shot, and you get a title shot. I already have the SmackDown Women's title at home, so can I just say I'm the champion? No. I am yeah. the champion now. <laughs> you identify as male, sir. It's a women's championship. Yeah, I mean, she could. I mean, Cody Deaner was Impact sure. Knockouts Tag Team Champion. Yeah, but that was Impact. So, so uh, was Eric. Yeah. So was EY. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, yeah, Sasha's gonna win, I think. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Oscar and a partner to be determined for the world. So who do we th- who do we think the to be determined is? That's a good one. I did I miss something? Is Lana dead? Um, Lana apparently is quote unquote injured after going to the table again. Now, if yeah, they so wanted to make Lana a comes real back table, miraculously, Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea, yeah. yeah. Really? Nope. It's Lana. Lana comes hobbling down to the ring, all like Survivor Series, some year style, and jumps in for the hot tag. And yeah. And the bad guys keep it, but Lana comes to the ring on leaves, social media. So, you know, all kinds of wrestlers have been teasing who's going to be your who's going to be your partner. Ember Moon's been teasing. Uh, Peyton Royce has been teasing. Um, so they're playing it up. It could as though it could be anybody. It's Lana. She went through the table like twenty times already and popped up the next week. That silicon ain't broke yet. <laughs> she was fine. She'll be there. My gosh, she sleeps with Miro. The girl can take a table, okay? It's perfectly okay. Let's not act like this girl is not <laughs> hardcore, okay? Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, if it's anybody of consequence, then Oscar and TVD will win. If it's Lana, then the champs will retain. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The Fiend versus Randy Orton in a Firefly Inferno match. Are you gonna set the fireflies on fire? You gonna burn, burn everybody's cell phone? Baby, burn. Just burn everybody's cell phone in a big pile. 
Sorry, I, I mean, there's everything. a new iPhone. There's a new iPhone out, so we're gonna burn the old versions, and you know, yeah. Strong as they don't burn uh, Alexa Bliss, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> so what? What? Or I guess we're on the Fiend versus Randy. Sorry, I had a phone call. Yeah, yes. Fiend versus Randy, Randy, Firefly Inferno match, and we're saying how they're gonna burn the Fireflies. What the hell is a Firefly Inferno match? It's just an Inferno. The ropes match, are going to be on fire, just like as per usual. Somebody's gonna burn to death. And it's probably going to be Alexa's hair, just you know, because she's got those extensions. They're just going to do something. And it's dyed and stuff. Yeah, it'll catch fire really easily. I guess I'm right. going. And somebody be distracted. Let's go, Brian. Randy. Randy, Randy, Randy. Well, you're not supposed to win your own under- match. If it were the Undertaker, I'd say no. You lose your own match for the most most part. But it's it's Bray, so I think he'll probably win. Yeah, I'm going with the But he has, he has Alexa there in it to help him, so he already has an extra hand. And we've already yeah. seen before how they can um, manipulate the Inferno match because that was Bray's first match in WWE. And it was him versus Kane, yeah. Yeah, and they threw the, the, ring, the ring mats across the uh, – or the outside the fire mats to get, across the fire to get, yeah, in. to get inside. So who yeah. knows what crazy so stuff's going to throw- happen. Alexa's gonna throw like one of the puppets across the rope. No, <laughs> no, Alexa Huskus, the the vulture, th- Mercy the buzzard, and the the witch, Abby the witch. They're all gonna help Alexa, and then Ramblin' Rabbit. They're, gonna, they're all gonna help. They're gonna sacrifice. They're gonna sacrifice a uh, rabbit or take. No, it they're gonna the sacrifice that Vincent Man devil puppet. <laughs> or John Cena comes back and helps Bray because we haven't seen Cena in eighteen years. And he needs to fight Randy Orton one more time. And plus, well, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. The feed wins, but all right. Roman Reigns uh, versus Kevin Owens for the Universal title in a PLC match. Big dog. Next question. Yeah. Reigns, the tribal chief for sure. Yeah, chief. I think he continues his, his dominance. Mm-hmm. I didn't and see anything that's... I didn't see a thing that would be interesting that was saying that Jay would would turn on Roman and cost him the title, but I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. And Kevin Owens can't use the package pile driver on the ladders. So um so he definitely doesn't get to beat Reigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only if Kevin Owens can use the package pile driver can he win the title again. Yep. And uh Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship in a TLC match. I'm going with Drew here. Yeah, I think Drew keeps it. I'm going with the Miz. Come on, guys. I mean, the Money in the Bank briefcase is in play. We've said it. We've talked about it. We've done promos about it. We We did a night before Christmas with it. I mean, the Miz and New. It doesn't matter who wins the match between... Drew and AJ, which AJ almost win. could win the match. It doesn't even matter. Um, Miz is going to uh, cash in again to become your champion. Not my champion. And, not your champion. All of our champions. Because and then Monday Drew, Night Raw will finally be awesome. Awesome. He's going to win it from Drew or from uh, 
It doesn't matter. Uh, they're both, who cares? They're, they're both going to be losers at both, the end of the night. They're both going to lose. Exactly. Oh, maybe Miz and Morrison will do a new song. Imagine I would love that. a new Miz and Morrison song. Miz yeah. and Morrison. Hey, they're going to hey. have. They're going to have an entire category at the Oscar or the whatever the singing awards are, just for Miz and Morrison. The Grammys. They, yes. they should be your co-host for the Slammy Awards. They probably got asked to do it, but you know they're too busy. They're too. They're busy planning for the cash in Sunday. That's championship celebration after that. Hello. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to part or trying to plan it with Maurice and uh, and Taya to see what's going on that weekend. You know, got plans to make. Got Got plans to make babies. Imagine that. He's only got two. I mean, that's a lot. Did we uh did we do the women's tag title match that I missed up? Yeah, you missed that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the two be determined and Lana and breaking through and the silicone through the table and stuff. Do you remember that? Who do you guys think is going to be the TBD? No, I was on the phone call. Remember? Oh, I, I, said, yeah. I said Rhea. Rhea? Ooh. I said it's Lana. You. Lana. Yeah, she said Lana it's just Lana comes back. All like inju- all injured or with you know back tape up or whatever, and I gotta fight and wins the titles. Yeah. Because according to Mika Villas, if she's tough enough uh, to be with Myro, she's tough enough to uh, overcome anything. Rusev crush, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's uh, WWE's TLC tables, ladders, and chairs this Sunday live on pay per view and on WWE Network. Free for not free for you subscribe. No, it's not anymore. They don't do that anymore. Do they not? Um, no, they don't. Hmm. Uh, because now they have this free version, but the pay per view obviously mm. not live for people. So, who are yeah, so they, they have the free version where you can watch stuff, and then you have to certain things you have to be a subscriber to see. Of course, the new things yeah. you have to do that. They did away with this, yeah. The new events and such, yeah, because they got the free yeah. version of the of the no, app. No, no more yeah. creating new email addresses to set up new accounts. Yep. Darn it! All right, let's move on to our main event of the evening, uh, and we can actually finish the show in less than two hours for once. Look at that. Maybe um, so. Uh, and so, Eric, Starcade nineteen ninety eight. Why did you want to watch this? For a multitude of reasons, uh, it was my first pay per view that I ever watched live. Um, it was it's one of my favorite pay per views, uh, legitimately, and it's one that I actually watch yearly. So I thought, why not watch it with my friends and discuss it? All right. Well, here we are. Uh... The Starcade 1998. Who's next? The challenge has been issued. Um, we will see uh, for the first time, I think, at Starcade, the winner of World War Three uh, challenge uh, the WCW World Heavyweight Champion uh, in the main event. And of course, continuity. We did talk about World War Three. We saw Kevin Nash winning. Uh, the the match, so he would get the title shot. But let's go to the beginning of the show. Of course, uh, as we had seen as well, uh, uh, Rey Mysterio at World War Three had caused 
Juventud Guerrera and the LWO, uh, the, the Cruiserweight Championship um, here. Billy Kidman is now the champion, uh, defeating uh, Juventud. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, of course, uh, on the sidelines uh, for the triple threat. Kidman versus Red Mysterio versus Juventud Guerrero. Uh, we have a triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship because, hey, like good old WCW, you're going to start out with the Cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Good match. Very good match. Um, they were talking about the entire time that – well, not the entire time. They made mention a couple of times that Kidman was working with a uh, a messed up rotator cuff. Um, and a and a possible groin injury. And a possible groin injury, yeah. And honestly, watching it, you couldn't really tell. Um, no, no, not at all. Kidman, to me, is one of those underrated guys because he was so fluid and so great in the ring. But you put him in front of a microphone, and he was boring as a rock. Um, Hoovy is also. I forgot. I always forget how good Hoovy was. He was. Fantastic, but I think he lost his drive after they took his mask. Um, but you could tell in certain matches that he would still put in a hundred percent effort, and this was one of those matches. And and Rey Mysterio is Rey Mysterio, 90, 96th and two thousand and three. Rey Mysterio is just primo primo wrestling. So it was a great way to start off the night. Yeah, hell of a match. You know, these three guys literally tore the house down like the Cruiserweights always do. It was the longest match of the night, and it opened the show. As it should have been. Yeah. Of course, Eric Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero tried to get involved helping uh, Juventud, uh, but of course, uh, Rey Mysterio. Once again, uh, you know, foiling those plans, Billy Kidman pins uh, Juventud Guerrero becomes the uh, you know, retains uh, the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, he leaves Eddie's berating Ray and Juventud and challenges Kidman for a, a feature match. Kidman comes out and says, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it right now. And, in fact, they did. And 10 minutes later, Billy Kidman, um, after interference from, from Juventud and uh, Ray Mysterio, uh, defeats Eddie Guerrero to retain the Cruiserweight Championship for a second time. Back-to-back. Back. Not to Defeating mention Hector. Th- three three men in two different matches. Yeah. And Hector Garza was there, too. Wasn't he the... Uh... Tried to, he was. I think he was the bodyguard, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, that came down. He didn't really interfere, but he tried, and then the referee stopped and, and looked at and him and what, stuff a couple times. Yeah. And that's what led to the interference with... Uh, yeah. With Hoovy and Ray. It was yeah. another good match. I mean, exactly what you would expect from Ray and... Or not Ray, Eddie res- Kidman and Eddie, yeah. Eddie wrestling with one shoe on half the time in street clothes, yeah. no less. I, I, it looked to me, I don't know if you guys thought, but at the end there with the shooting star press, it, it looked he like... He almost fucked he, it up. Yeah, he almost fucked up and got Eddie right in the face. Yeah, yeah. He almost screwed it up, but... Kidman was known for doing that, though. He was known for being a little reckless with a shooting star. Yeah. You know, he a lot reckless with a shooting star. That's well, another yeah. reason Kidman never got over um, more than 
anybody else in the cruiserweight division because his wild style was not appreciated by a lot of the folks um, doing the booking. I'm just glad he finally decided to take a shower after, you know, going through years with Raven and scratching itching because of eczema. Got that on a seven-year itch. Tory Wilson. Yeah, he, he took a shower for Tory Wilson. Oh man, man, he was bathing in bubbles for Tory Wilson. Are you kidding me? He was scrub a dub dub, rubber duckies all in the tub. But we still got two years on that. I mean, it was happening though. Yeah, he, he was. Ne- ne- next time we get Norman Smiley defeating Prince. Oh, you're gonna say it? Right. Say it right. Norman, Norman Smiley. Smiley. It was Norman Smiley. This is why we're friends. Norman Smiley versus Prince Ikea. Black Magic Norman Smiley. Black baby. Magic, yep. Was he Black Magic at this point? No, he was no, but he was when he wrestled in Mexico, his name was Black Magic. Black Magic, yeah. So he had already wrestled in Mexico by the time he came back to US. He had they talked about it during this match that he was in that he had wrestled in Japan, he had wrestled mm-hmm. in the UK, you know, he had wrestled in Mexico. They talked about his his big extensive background. This is an odd match for the show because it has this is their biggest show of the year, and this match has absolutely no consequence whatsoever. It did. It didn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter because we got we all got the big wiggle, and that's all that matters. He got the big wiggle, the big slam. He, yeah. he had to put put him in that weird put him in the the basically the Oscar lock the. Cobra clutch with the uh, legs wrapped around. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, irritated it was a de- me during this match. It was a decent match. I felt like it went a little too long, longer yeah, than it okay. should have. Given that it it had real no consequence, there was no storyline build to it. It was just kind of a bonus match for the show. Um, and then you had all these you had other matches that like had storylines building that had title implications. And this one was just kind of as just there as a bonus match. So I felt it went a little too long. It was pretty much a it was a match designed to highlight Smiley, you know. Um, and it did that, but like I said, I felt it, it felt like it went a little too long. I really hate when the fans chant boring. Like that's one that's I can get behind a lot of chants and that are probably stupid, but boring is one that I absolutely have always hated. Because nobody in that arena could do better than them. Well, the the biggest thing, the match itself wasn't boring. It was just yet again that it had no real implications anywhere. That was more so why the fans were not invested. It had nothing to do with the match. It was just that it was IAK and Smiley on Starcade, which is like the biggest event of the year. And it was just a match. It was just like a, a thrown out there match. Ayukeo was never really that good. I I don't really understand Taff Cappy and all that stuff. Yeah, I just well, I mean, I mean, he never was that good. No, he was, and he was, and he definitely couldn't cut a promo. That's why no. they made him Taff Cappy to where he didn't have to talk. Yeah, I, I, he just he he was one of the cruiserweights that never really tickled my fancy. Although there yeah. was a good moment. Uh, Throughout the show, but there was a guy in the front row that had a sign that said, um, bring back La Parca, and I thought that that was nice. Yeah. I like La Parca. 
It was great. Hey, he's great to work with, by the way. Great guy. I'm sure he is. He seems like so, a great guy. Yeah, fun guy. He'll beat the, um, he'll beat the crap out of you, too. No. I'm sure he will. Harry Saturn defeated Ernest Miller, the greatest of all time. Uh, and with the, I think with the Death Valley driver here. Um, yep, yep. Sonny Scooped driver. him up, um, Death Valley yeah, driver. Yeah. Sonny Otto accidentally kicked Ernest Miller. Ernest Miller picked off, kicked him back, and Harry Saturn the take advantage. And, uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. We, we, he yep. wins the match. That's fine. Yeah. Ernest yeah, Miller, coming, the, the cat coming out of his shell finally. We, we could forget about this whole uh, blood runs cold angle and the karate masters or whatever you want to call these people. And, you know, put him with Soniano, make him a big heel, and, you know, just, uh, you know, later on he'll start dancing. But, yeah, we, we get. Love Ernest Miller. Love them. I'm the greatest. Yeah, no, Ernest Miller was fantastic. Um, but the right man won. Perry Saturn, probably a better wrestler. Mick, Mick and yeah, Miller. Cat, Cat definitely a better entertainer. Yeah. I was going to say, Mick, Mick the Cat was definitely the better entertainer. Now, who is the better entertainer? To, who would you rather be stuck in the nylon with? Ernest Miller? Or Norman Smiley. Oh God, jeez, the cat! Are you kidding me? I mean, all we got on Smiley is a wiggle, but you know, the cat is just overall a performance-enhancing drug, damn near. You, you, you mean that? that. You that have you, you not experienced? Cat? Maybe you haven't experienced the wiggle, though. Maybe the wiggle is something maybe, special. Maybe, Maybe I'm not ready for the wiggle, okay? It's a big wiggle. Maybe it's just not on my to-do list. You prefer the cat's performance rather than Norman's big wiggle. Yes, exactly. That, that... <laughs> Moving on. Quality for you, huh? All right, okay. Crazy, exactly. folks. Jesus. All right. It's after 11 o'clock. You know, no kids are listening. Um, tag team action. Yeah, Brian Adams and Scott Norton representing the NWO Hollywood. Black and white. Yep. Uh, defeated Fit Finley and Jerry Flynn. Now, you probably wonder why in the world do you have Fit Finley and Jerry Lynn as a tag team? Well, uh, let, 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 let me tell you something. Uh, before uh, be, before this little thing called the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Tag League existed, uh, th- there was su- such a thing as the uh, Super Grade Tag League. That was one of the original names of the World Tag League. And, well, for the previous month, from November to December, Fit Finley and Jerry Flynn had partaken in what is now to be known as the World Tag League. Uh, I remember them saying that. I still think it's an odd pairing and definitely odd representatives of World Championship Wrestling to send over there. But um, I guess because they both kind of have a, you know, Fitz has the European style, but he's also a shooter. And then Jerry Flynn as a as a martial artist, I think that they probably felt that they would resonate well with the with the Japanese crowd. But it still seems like an odd team. Um definitely. 
But yet again, just a match that was just kind of thrown out there. It was decent. I love seeing Scott Norton beat people up. Yeah. Um, he did that great power yeah. slam on you know and nearly killed him. Uh, and then the power bomb of his, his over the shoulder power bomb that nearly kills everybody um, was fantastic. But it it was just a match. It was literally just a match that was just kind of thrown there. Little to no consequence of anything in the biggest show of the year. Just kind of a filler and match, if it, basically. And if anybody cares about how many wins uh, Finley and Flynn had at the, um, I'm going to call it the World Tag League, uh, zero. They, they, they didn't win at all. They, they, had, they were the only <laughs> zero points. They just went there and did the job. Uh, but, yeah, here we go. Hey, NWL, right? They got a win? I mean, if you like black and white NWO, yeah. Uh, of yeah. course. Wolfpack was where it was at in 98, okay? The Wolfpack yeah, is sorry. I, I was not bothered about it. Or rowdy, rowdy. Not at all. Oh, no. How are you not bowdy, bowdy, or rowdy, rowdy? Uh, because I love Hulk Hogan. And, yeah. I, I, I was there. Hulk, at, this, at this point, Hogan wasn't part of black and white. That's why it was NWO black and white. Scott Steiner was the leader. No, no, no. Hogan was still part of it. No, no, no. They no, said no, no. He, he left. He was out. Scott, he left Scott Steiner in charge. Yeah, but he, he left. Was, he he was, had, that's why it was he had that's been why gone it for Hollywood. It was NW Black he, and he White. Had, he was the interim leader, but Hulk was still it's still the Hulk's thing. Okay, calm down. It still wasn't Hollywood NW Hollywood. It was NW Black and White. That's different. Hey. Still there, still his team. All right, uh, Eric Bischoff defeated Ric Flair. Oof, y'all know, y'all know my, uh, y'all can I, already I'm guess sorry. my feelings I, on this I match. Skip, I skipped Conan, uh, Conan defeating Chris Jericho, uh, for, for the, the TV team. title. Totally forget about that one. Mika, call me DMs down. Uh, of course, uh, I mean, it was Jericho, all about that bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy. It, rowdy. it was Bischoff. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Texting me like, "Hey, are they talking shit?" I'm uh, like, "Yo, easy, it's okay, I got you." No, no, that that, that was somebody trying to show show their big wiggle to uh, Mika Villas. That's it. Arriba la raza. Oh my god! No. Oh, uh, I mean, depending on the person, it, it probably may have been a small wiggle, a small or a medium sized wiggle. Yeah. Right. Woo! Mm-hmm. Uh, one day we need uh, Mika to uh, uh, do like a um, we, we need her to record uh, grading people's wiggles. No, we Ooh, don't. No, let's not. The do world that, is no. not ready. The world is not ready, no. y'all. For real. I'll uh, I'll take a rain check on that day. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Conan defeated Chris Jericho for the world TV title in a in a fairly yeah. short match. Jericho um, tried Chris to cheat Jericho. The yep. Still didn't win. Didn't it's still fell. Bowdy, bowdy. Still went in the in the tequila sunrise and tapped out. Yeah. Yep. He's not rowdy rowdy either. No, he's. It's hard to be rowdy rowdy when you're from Canada. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means, and I'm from America. Well, yeah. Yeah. Patrick should know what it means. Yeah. Slightly more. I don't. I don't. I don't speak that language. He doesn't um, speak Mexican. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't speak Korean. Uh, definitely yeah. not. Uh, okay, Eric Bischoff, all on his own, by himself, 
cleanly uh-huh. and without a doubt defeated Ric Flair. With yeah, nothing without but pure without Kurt Henning's help and stuff. With, with nothing but pure heart and determination. Eric Bischoff takes down one of the greatest of all time. I guess that makes Eric Bischoff one of the greatest of all time. You know, that is to correct. Be the man, to be the man, you, you got to beat the man. Easy E is the GOAT, man. Don't forget. You know. Mano a mano. He loves each and every one of you, too. Bishop defeats Flair. Yeah. They're all in the record books. Yep. Um, let's see here. Diamond Dallas Page defeated the Giant uh, with a, uh, a uh, I guess uh, it was a uh, diamond cutter from the middle rope. Uh, the he Out reversed. of the choke slam attempt, yeah. yeah. He reversed I actually really slam. enjoyed this match. It was a very good like, match. It was like a very good, and I've, it's probably one of the more entertaining Giant matches that I've seen. And yeah, of course, that's a large part, large part to Paige. Um, so, you know, doing the selling and the bumping, and I mean, he took that like choke the choke backbreaker at one point in time, and you know, he was taking a beating from the giant, and finally able to put the uh, the diamond cutter on him out of the choke slam from the second rope. Uh, hell of a you know hell of a sequence, and DDP gets the win. I, I really really enjoyed this match from start to finish. Thank God for DDP. There you go, yeah. Because Well, the Giant looked good, but yet again, it was because of DDP that he looked so good. You know, with DDP yeah. selling so well for him and everything. He did. I mean, that... Uh, I was saying, uh, the way that, he, that uh, Big Show... Or Big Show, let's call him Big Show. Uh, the I was giant Big Show while watching the match, too. Yeah. The, the, the way that the Giant moved, it, it was very, very, very good. The way he did it. Yeah. I mean, he was just moving very well. I mean, he looked... Well, he was still very young at the time. He's still, you know, pre-injuries, pre, uh, you know, pre-age, just taking its effect. So this was essentially giant at his prime, you know. He could he could do more, th- and he could still do more things than they allowed him to do, just athletically. Um, you know, he could throw a drop kick, but they don't want a, the giant to throw a drop kick, so he wouldn't really do it. Um. Prime yeah, giant. He, he looked good. He looked good. And of course, DDP in his prime in 98. Um, you know. Bing, making, yeah. Good God. Uh, and finally, Kevin Nash versus Gold defeats Goldberg in a notice. <sighs> uh, this match was fine. I mean, it was full of smoke, literally. Um, yeah. It was full and, of bullshit. And then, of course, uh, Batman Bigelow comes out uh, to interfere. Uh, yeah. Get, get taken out by Goldberg. And the As staff. Disco uh, Inferno out. came out. Disco Inferno yes. came out. Yep. The fake and, NWO Wolfpack. Yep. And out, of, out of nowhere, some staff member comes out and uh, attacks Goldberg with, like, uh, what are those buzzing things, whatever people call them. Taser cattle prod, yeah. Taser cattle prod um, with all the duct tape over the top so that he couldn't actually shock him. You could see yeah. that when 
when they showed it in slow motion waving it. They zoom out from that is Scott Hall. And the real Hollywood Scott Hall. What the heck? Yeah, NWO Black and White. Yep. NWO Black and White Scott Hall. He had left NWO Black and White, though. He was kind of a man without a country, as they were saying earlier when he cut that promo. Yeah. 99 was going to be the year of Scott Hall, brother. And for the first time ever at this point, Kevin Nash is your WCW world champion. And that is too sweet. No, no that's streak, the sexy the streak, right there. The streak ended. It was sad. It was a it was a downer of a day when the streak ended, and then they fit, they wrapped the show up very quickly afterwards. I felt they're like Nash wins and blah blah blah. blah. Okay, we're at we're, we're at time. See you later. I'm like, what? Yep. The streak just ended, and you're, and and it and it it was a big it was a big moment. Nash win the belt, and Scott Hall comes in, and you're like, we're gone, we're done, show's over. They were always bad about time cues in WCW. <laughs> Yeah. Well, sometimes it made sense and it made it more exciting. Other times like that, it just felt like, what? Because literally the month before, they, the entire main event was gone. They didn't have time to show the main event because they had run out oh, of paper yeah. time. So, I don't know. The, the streak ending was bullshit. It should have not been Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kind of like Undertaker streak ending to Lesnar. That was bullshit. It shouldn't have been Lesnar. And it shouldn't have been Kevin Nash on the booking committee beating uh, beating the star of WCW. You know, a lot of people talk about finger poke of doom is where uh, WCW declined. Uh, I would say it happened a week before that at Starcade 98 when they took the title off Goldberg. Goldberg was still the hottest thing in, I'm not going to say professional wrestling because we're still in the era of Austin, The Rock, etc., etc., but Goldberg was still the hottest thing in WCW. And to, to have it end in a controversial fashion like that, uh, I have a hard time with that. Listen, uh, the match was not bad. The match was uh, well put. The ending was very interesting and strange. And it led to January 4th, 1999, one of the greatest days in the history of my life, as I was there live in the Georgia Dome to see Hulk Hogan once again regain his uh, WWE champion, WWE, WCW World Heavyweight Championship in a hardcore battle against his fellow comrade Kevin Nash. That's what you want to call it. I mean, do you know how hard it is when somebody pokes you? That that's a big old owie. I. I mean, if you ever saw Fist of the North Star, they poked each other into their chest. Yeah. No, nobody uh, watched Fist yeah. of the North Star. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. No. I did. Okay. I've seen it. Where they would like drill the fingers that. into his chest. Yeah. Just by poking him. Yeah, that was a finger poke of doom right there. So there's a there is a couple of things that I want to touch on with with this. Um, so they, they did just air a special called Goldberg the Streak, um, which gave some, some, some interesting insight into uh, Starcade. They let Nash come on and tell his side of the story. Um, so do you guys remember the spot in the match where they were going back and forth and then Nash kind of took Goldberg down and got him in like 
like the leg bar and Goldberg immediately like snapped out of it and, and didn't sell it and all that jazz. Like he literally kicked them straight off and stood right back up. So Nash was saying he was trying to tell a story and like work on the legs of Goldberg, but Goldberg didn't understand the business, so he didn't want to sell for him. Um, Ninety-eight Goldberg, he shouldn't have been selling for anybody. Exactly, I was about to say in nineteen ninety-eight Goldberg was, was still like indestructible. a monster. Yeah, he was. He was, he was uh, indestructible. Exactly, he was taking on two, three people. He took on the whole NWO at one point in time and beat him. Yeah, it was like it was like what fourteen on one battle royal, and he beat everybody in in the NWO. Like, no, yeah. he's not supposed to sell. He's Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was dumb, and then Nash was talking about um, what was it that he didn't make the decision because he didn't start booking until the next night, and I'm like. Uh, that's still kind of not saying you weren't involved. Like, that's just saying, oh, I didn't start booking it until the next night. Um, he blamed Hogan and and Bischoff for making the decision to put the title on him, and he did blame himself, which why would you blame yourself, honestly? Um, and fun tidbit. That was Goldberg's birthday that he lost for his first time ever. Um, sounds about right. Goldberg apparently walked, yeah, in your home, well, not hometown, he was in D.C., but. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. In your hometown and on your birthday, they make you lose, yeah. Um, apparently, Goldberg walked up to Nash before the match and just, like, you know, mentioned to him, he was like, hey, I'm losing my, uh, my first match on my birthday. And Nash apparently responded with, well, this is the 10-year anniversary of the death of my mother, so I've... I don't know. Nash is kind of a... A dick. Uh, yeah. In, in nice words, yeah. Um, Nash, Nash is a big wiggle. Yes, he is. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was, a, it was great that it coincided with the drop of... Uh, that us talking about the streak ending coincided with the drop of this uh, network documentary. It was it was wow. a good documentary. Give it a watch if you guys uh, have thirty minutes to spare. So the biggest thing about this though is is afterwards they didn't. It seems like they didn't really know how to utilize Goldberg after he lost. Nope. And no. they just tried to like rebuild the streak again, but at that point, like he lost a lot of his mystique, even though he lost with interference and everything. Like they killed off so much of his mystique, so there was the fans were not as invested anymore. There was a rumor going around because if I'm not mistaken, I haven't gotten there yet because I'm I'm currently watching uh, Nitro 2001. Um, I think Goldberg and Sarge lost the totally buff at uh, Sin 2001, and he was quote unquote gone from the company. I think that from what I understand, if if Fusion and Bischoff would have ended up buying WCW, is that Bischoff knew that Goldberg was essentially the guy and that they were going to build him up as like a megastar again. Um, which to me, it never made any sense. Like, you, you, you never had Austin, you know, jobbing out 
not job it out essentially, but you know, he was in all your major storylines as your top guy, and they really didn't do that with Goldberg. They just kind of pushed him off to the side, even as world champion. They were still more focused on NWO and all that stuff. And yeah, the the NWO Wolfpack versus the NWO Black and White. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean. Whatever, I guess. It, it killed WCW when they killed Goldberg. Well, I mean, it was an interesting pay-per-view. I mean, the question, we you know, whether uh, whether Goldberg should have lost or not, and then, of course, what everything led to the book could do, a lot of things, you know, I mean, hey, probably was good for some people, probably not good for the company, uh, and definitely kill him. I, I could have seen uh, Goldberg. Uh, he should have kept the title. I mean, the NWO at this point didn't need the title. And I mean, I don't think they ever needed it, but they definitely didn't need this point. And yeah, Go- yeah Goldberg was a whole mess in WCW ever after. And uh, it, it, yeah, it was, it was a, whole, a whole big mess. Uh, That's showing how bad booking can kill a good thing because Goldberg, the streak was well booked, but everything afterwards, they had, like you said, Patrick, they had no idea what to do with Bill Goldberg. Well, what we know is what we saw, and now it's time to give it a grade. It was a weird show to grade because there was so much that I felt was just kind of middle filler. That to be the biggest show of the year, it had so much middle filler. I mean, the the top several matches were were really good. DDP to the Giant, Nash versus Goldberg was even a decent match, but um, and then of course you had the Cruiserweights tearing it up like they always do. But apart from that, like it's really nothing memorable. And so I, I would probably – I couldn't do it any more than a B, and that would be being generous. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus, uh, kind of along the same lines. Like I do, I do love this show. Uh, like I said, I watch it yearly around this time because it's nostalgic to me. It is my first pay-per-view that I ever watched live. Um, Goldberg was my guy back in 98 when I was, what, six? You know, he was the man. He was the man. Him and DDP were the two reasons that I that I watched WCW. Um, yup. Like legitimately, they were they were superheroes to me. Um, but like you said, there was a lot of filler. Uh, the cat match, the Prince Ikea match, the tag team match. Um, all of it was pretty filler. But then. The two cruiserweight matches, Goldberg and Nash, which was, in my opinion, Goldberg's best match ever, um, in terms of a technical in-ring standpoint, and DDP and Giant were fantastic. So, I, I think I'm going to give it a B plus just for my love for the pay per view and the nostalgia. No, uh, I'm going with the same B plus. They tried. Some was good. Some was not. But they tried their best, and they put in a solid pay-per-view, and then they ended out with a uh, with a shock of, of a taser. 
so yeah, they they like you said, Danny, they ended the show quickly up there after uh, making anybody wonder what would happen next. We didn't know what would happen next, and the rest is history. So an you actual can? fun fact, real quick, before we close up, Goldberg did say he wanted them to like legitimately use a police taser and tase like him, actually like actually zap him. Like actually, he said that they wanted to. He wanted. He said that was to him the only way that they felt, or he felt like he should be beaten, is if he was literally physically rendered incapable of fighting. And he was like, and the only way to do that is to either shoot me or tase me. And he was like, he pitched the taser, and they were like, um, no, we're not really gonna hurt you for real. Like, yeah. we could seriously injure you. We're not gonna do he that. He was like, yeah. there's. They were. I think he said that they came to him and was like, there's so much that could go wrong with this. Like, no. But yeah, fun fact. You idiot. I'd have tased him. Uh, yeah, this was nice. I saw it. It was a C. It was C plus. I'll give it a C plus. I won't give it a B because there was there was stuff that could have been on a, a regular Nitro or Thunder even, you know, um, even though they were good solid matches. But like the Cruiserweight match. You expect one, but not like a back-to-back one. And it was like, eh, this is some overkill just to start the show. It was a lot of overkill. It was like, okay, this was these are two matches that you don't put back-to-back. You could have had this on another pay-per-view or again on another like regular show. Um, so C. All C right, plus. we can build. Stop playing here. No, not playing. <laughs> not, 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 not giving them any layups. I know, no pull, no pulling the punches either. Damn wiggles, no, man! No. Wasn't that big? She, 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 yeah. yeah, she did not get enough wiggles to make her giggles. Um, yeah. Uh, and with that, that said, that's the show for tonight. Uh, don't forget, everybody, this uh, Saturday also, uh, RH uh, will be presenting uh, their tape uh, pay per view uh, for final battle. The type of things like uh yeah the original extra kingdom whatever the okay okay the okay uh of course this short headline by rush uh defending his uh roh world championship versus brody king uh and much more so stay tuned the only thing that matters is the return of matt taven and mike bennett and uh, for um, where was it going with this thought? Uh, yeah, the next for, two weeks. for the next two weeks, due to the holidays, we'll be airing this show live on Tuesday night. Uh, so yeah, check us out Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, here on uh, Podbean. Uh, uh, but you can definitely catch all of our shows on Podbean, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Amazon, uh, Google Play. Uh, and tune in uh, for all the backlog. You can check us out on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F. Danger. Make us on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. I remember this time. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. Big wiggle out. <laughs> <laughs>